The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hello and welcome back on this Friday as we finish our week out together in God's Word. And we're glad you're with us, uh, whether you're watching, the, whatever time you're watching this, or maybe listening to this in the audio format, uh, we're just glad to be part of your day. And I hope this will be an encouragement as, you stu- as we study God's Word together. This morning we're going to finish up Matthew chapter 7. We're going through the life of Christ in the book of Matthew. Uh, just finishing up today the Sermon on the Mount. And this has been several episodes, a couple weeks. I'm just going section by section through the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, if you want to go back and go see more, uh, it's back on our YouTube channel, Grace Baptist Church of Bakersfield, and the Facebook page. You can go see them in both of those and catch up if you want. Each episode runs about 10 minutes is what we shoot for. So we're going to finish up Matthew chapter 7 today. And um, let me let me read the section we're going to go through, then I'll give you a little bit of context so we have an idea where we're going with this. Matthew 7, verse 24, Jesus says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall. For it was founded on the rock, but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. The rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. So let me jump to these. We'll get the last two verses here in just a second. So here's the initial premise. Let me give you the context of what he's trying to teach. He's talking about the difference between what am I going to do with the information I have been given. Um, and if you go to the book of Proverbs, you're going to see that something that Solomon mentions a lot is the need for a wise man or a wise person. And what is he referencing there? Well, we have to understand there's a difference between someone who has knowledge and someone who has wisdom. And he's referencing wisdom. Now, what's the difference? Knowledge is I gain knowledge, okay? So I've heard what the people listening can say, I've heard everything Jesus or this teacher has said. Uh, it's very counterculture. It's very different, as we'll see in a minute. It's very opposite of the religious leaders of the day. But they've been gaining this knowledge. So they've been given the teacher, the creator of the universe has given them knowledge and how to live, how to act, how to treat each other, how to flourish in their Christian journey. Then the question comes down, what are you going to do with this? So there's the knowledge. Wisdom is what am I going to do with that knowledge? So as a father, I gain knowledge as, as what the Bible says about being a husband, what the Bible says about being a father. So the question is, what do I do with that? How do I implement that knowledge in my home? That's wisdom. The Bible talks about the fact that a wise man's always striving to gain more knowledge, more wisdom. A foolish man is running away from it. And so he says, you've been given all this. And so what he's simply saying is whoever hears, the, he's, he's referring to the Sermon on the Mount, whoever hears these teachings, these sayings of mine, and does them. Now he's like a man. Now, what he's saying is he goes back to building. you got two people, and they have several things in common. One, they both heard the teachings of Jesus. They're going to go build a house, and they both went through a storm. So they got the teachings, and theoretically be like the other. They've been given the information of how to build this house. They go out. One of them says, I'm going to use the truths that just the, 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 not, the teacher gave, and I'm going to make that the foundation. I'm going to put a foundation. I'm going to use strong. Now, please understand things about building a house in this scenario. The foundation would cost more. The foundation would take longer. Uh, and so, therefore, it seems like a front. You ever seen people build? I've had a chance to do done a little bit of work myself, but see other people build homes. And it seems like when they're working on that ground, the foundation, it seems like it takes them forever. And nothing happens. And then all of a sudden, a week later, bam, almost, you know, looks like they've finished almost the entire house. 
Uh, that's because the foundation has been laid. It takes longer. If you've ever been in a situation to where there's problems in the house and you get a crack in the wall and it won't seem to go away to how, how many times you fix it, probably have a problem in the foundation. So he's saying if he had laid the right foundation, it'd be fine. He said the other guy didn't. The other guy wanted to go quick, ignore the truth. He, he had the same knowledge. He knew what he was told. He knew what was there. But he said, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do it my own way. And he ignored the knowledge and he built it on sand, which of course then a storm came. And now he's referencing the storms of life. Storms came, tore the house down. Now, what does this mean in practical application for us? So now he's referencing the Sermon on the Mount, but honest, you can reference scripture. We've been given the Bible. We've been given the Bible in physical form. We've been given the Bible on computers and tablets and phones. We have such access to the Bible and Bible teaching that uh, we, I don't say we don't have an excuse, we don't have an excuse. The question is, what are we going to do with that knowledge? How do we apply that knowledge? How do we live? Do we live? Do we apply the knowledge? Do we live by it? Or we just say, I'm going to follow culture's thinking. I'm going to follow my opinion. So we build our houses. We build our lives. If you want to talk about the house, okay, it's going to be our life. It's going to be our families. It's going to be our fortunes. It's going to be what God has given us. If you're single, it's you building your life at this point. If you've got a family, it's building all of that. If you build it on the foundation of the truths of God's word, which means you don't just know what the Bible says, but in your home, you follow it. You obey it. Wisdom. In that case, you're going to, when the storms of life come, you'll be able to make it through. Now, please understand, I'm not saying that you won't struggle through the storms. I'm not saying you won't feel the storms. I'm not saying the storms of life won't be hard. They're going to be, but it won't make you crumble because you have that foundation of Jesus and you'll be able to work through the battles and storms of life. If you're the kind of person or someone who decides to, you know the knowledge, but you don't want to follow it. You're going to follow culture. You're going to just do whatever the world says, and you're going to ignore what Jesus says. When the storms of life come, you're going to struggle because you've not followed biblical principles. And then, yes, it'll fall apart, and it's as great as the fall of it, is what this passage says. And it literally talks about the idea that if we don't, in wisdom, apply the teachings of the Word of God, well, then we're going to find out that when the problems of life come, and they will, the storms of life, the struggles of life, they will come. When they do, we'll fall. So the answer is, so the, so the practical application is, we've been given the truth. We, we read it in the Bible, we see it on podcasts, we go to church and we hear it. Then what will I do with it? And I hear people say, I made a decision at church. It's phenomenal. It's wonderful. But hope we understand that when we say, I made a decision at church, all we're saying at that point is we acknowledge there was a need. I'm not as strong here, I made a mistake, or I have to make some changes. That's the decision. Now I need to go home and do it. The change of Christian life doesn't end at the altar and in church. It starts there, and then I begin to go home and make the implementations I need to in my Christian journey. That's wisdom. Um, I could go into an awful lot more of application, but uh, the application's simple. You, you, you know where I'm at in that. Let's read the last couple of verses. He says, and so it was. It's kind of um, Matthew's concluding the thought of the Sermon on the Mount. He says, so it was when Jesus had ended his, these sayings, the people were astonished at his teacher, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. So he wasn't just teaching to teach. He taught as though he had the authority. He knew what he was talking about. This is the facts follow this. This is the teaching we follow. This is why we take the word of God and we see it as authoritative. We don't see it as one way. We don't see it as a religious teaching. Well, okay, the Bible says this, but I want to do this. We follow the scripture. Now, by the way, one of the things I find intriguing is I have learned throughout my throughout life. There have been some times that, you know, we thought something, we believed something, and the principle did not test, stand the test of time. 
because uh, it's a man-centered principle. When you follow scripture and you follow scripture biblically, it'll always pass the test of time. Which means when new struggles come in, you're not gonna look at that scripture that it was great last year, but it's not great today. You stay strong. Don't, don't be adding your own principles. Don't be adding your own thoughts to this. The word of God will always stand the test of time. And that's what we talk about as principles. I follow my principle as my family, as a husband, as a father, as a Christian. I follow those principles that Bible set forth for me. And then as culture shifts and changes, the Bible doesn't, and I will always have something strong to stand on. If I add to it, and I want this, and I want that, and I want to believe this, or I take away and do it differently, it'll fall apart. The foundation needs to be the Word of God, the principles of God's Word, and not um, someone else's opinion or not my thought as a pastor for sure. That needs to be where we hold, find our strength, the Word of God. Well, thanks for joining us this week as we finish up the Sermon on the Mount. Keep continuing with us. We'll be in Matthew chapter 8 coming Monday as we continue to go through the life of Christ through gospel, Matthew's gospel. And hope we'll be encouraged. I love studying the life of Christ. Hope you'll stick with us. And if this is a blessing and encouragement, I encourage you, if you would, to share with others. Maybe be a help to them. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.